ready in חמש, ארבע, שלוש, שתיים. Hello, Governor. Turns out, May 9th, I'm going to be in London doing a show at 21 Soho, May 9th. And then I go to Charlestown, West Virginia, May 13th. And then I continue doing my Red Room shows at Cap City here in Austin. I'm doing a really weird new, new thing, man, Thursdays. And then Comedy Vex, downtown Denver, ChristinaPOnline.com. With me is the fucking amazing Johnny Pemberton. Hey. What up? Hey. Plug your thank stuff. You, thank Plug you. your stuff before oh, my we stuff. move forward. Yeah, okay. yeah. May 19th, I'm doing a show in LA at the Lyric. I'm doing my, oh. my uh, solo show. I'm bringing it back. Uh, Minnesota Reggae Colostomy Bag is coming back. <laughs> That's actually the title of the show. That's amazing. Yeah, so I'm doing that. And I'm also doing a, a run of shows at the, the same show. For French Fest in June in LA, and that's uh, French like Fest. fourth. Oh, fringe. Yeah, not French. Uh, not French. No, oh, yeah. uh, French Fest. Yeah. French French. And I'm doing. I think I'm doing five shows throughout June of the same thing of Minnesota Amazing. reggae colostomy bag. It's my um, my solo <laughs> show. That I'm developing right now, and so eventually, funny. I'm being told to smooth it. Maybe this is intentional. Okay. Yeah, maybe he likes it. Maybe I like it looks this. Fucking cool. I'm Robert Smith. <laughs> yeah, we're really talking about the cure today. Oh, yeah, so go to those. How <laughs> oh, is that better? Oh, that's kind of dope, actually. Is that better, fuckers? Be- beautiful. Yeah, you look great, dude. That looks kind of yeah. cool, I actually. like it, actually. Yeah. It's kind of good, yeah. Very emo. Yeah, I'm kind of emo right now. Kind of Gen Z. I don't yeah. know if I like it. It's not going to be like, we can't fix this. We'll just let, it, <laughs> let time happen. No one cares. Right. You, know, no, they, they, you, know what, you know what they want to do? They want to comment on how stupid your hair looks for them. That's they're great. Not, they're not going to listen to a word you say. They only want to be like, your hair fucking sucks. And then that's if what they If they think it sucks, that's because they want it. <laughs> exactly. So go to those shows. Minnesota Rick and Colossus back. <laughs> all in LA. I'm taking on the road. I'll probably be in Austin with it at some point, but I don't oh, know good. yet. Not I'm not sure when. Yet. Let me know so we can promote the mm-hmm. shit out of it, bro. Yeah. I love you so much. I think you're just one of the funniest human beings. I think about you loving reggae a lot. Like randomly, I'll be walking around and I'm like, Johnny Pemberton loves reggae music. I do. I definitely have pulled. I pulled back. <laughs> I have pulled back. What do you mean? I've cool because it's like that's a big part of the show is about why I pulled back. <laughs> It's kind of because I got all the good records. Oh, you're done. Like you've discovered. I'm not done. I just have pulled back. Okay. I've okay. like uh, stopped buying so many records because I don't have any place to put them. Like mm. I have a garage. Oh, it's bad. You have a garage full of reggae records? Uh, a lot of records. What does yeah. your wife think about your, your reggae records? She doesn't. She's given up. That's like low <laughs> on the list. As far as like problems, the records are. Not a, she's been living with that forever. So the records are just, yeah. It's like part of the family now. It's like having a a, a chair, like a huge couch you won't throw away. It's just it's, no one can just sit on. Surrendered. It's like it's like I have a friend who um he collects Star Wars toys, yeah. collectibles. Oof, that's a little yeah. different. That's a vag dryer for that's sure. A different. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. you said that, not me. Well, that makes my pussy so dry. Yeah. But that's a that's she's. A heat- Heat gun. Ooh, she's been dealing with that for you know thirty years. So right. they're they're in it. So so what would you say your big 
problems are that your wife has to deal with with you? Like, what are your God. flaws? I know. Uh, I feel like it's so hard to, because like we're so perfect, you know? Probably being like neurotic or oh, being like, um, yeah. like, I don't know, going, going running and being high and coming back and be like, <laughs> so I realize I'm the light of God. You know, it's like 10 a.m. <laughs> and she had just woken up. I'm like, I had this revelation listening to a song 10 times in a row that, yeah, something like that, where it's, she hasn't had, I guess a lot, the biggest thing is her not having had her coffee yet and me yeah. very much deep in the coffee. Yeah. And it's me trying to talk to her about something where she's just, she cannot handle it. I do the same thing to Tom because yeah. he's not a morning person. It takes him okay. about an hour to fully become conscious. Same with Britt. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I'm the opposite. I wake up, I shoot out of bed. Anxiety pumping. Me and I'm too. Like, what am I gonna yeah. do? <laughs> like, I gotta get into it. I have me too. Yeah. I have to get going. Otherwise, <laughs> it takes over. You get that cortisol <laughs> starts to soak into the bones, and you gotta burn it off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I had to do some fucking pull-ups yesterday, <laughs> just to because after I called this, uh, I don't want to talk about it. No, talk about well, it. Well, it's like a, it's so fun. I, I had love to talk this. to this guy because we get like some food delivered. You know, get like meals prepared just so. To save time, so we're not sure. like arguing about what we're gonna eat. So get that done, like you know, half the half the week. But I forgot to cancel it because I was gonna be out of town. Blah blah blah. You have to give him notice. I called the guy because instead of texting with him, but I was just so frustrated because it was the first thing in the morning. Oh, uh, you can't like, do that. I gotta fucking go do yeah. some do some pull ups now. Something, yeah. yeah. Get you gotta, that fucking. You gotta get control of something. Yeah, you just gotta fuck <laughs> something, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. gotta fuck up my. Oh, uh, we're all weird about. Jokes. All right, take it out. No, is no, that no, what it is? Re- no, just YouTube doesn't like that word, so we just oh, have to mute it. Oh, it doesn't? No. <sighs> what about rape? So that's not... Rapini. So, yep, actually, that's... A, uh, I like that workaround. I love rapini. But that's four times we need to mute that, chat. Wow. What the uh, fuck, man? They, they, they're wow. trying to... They're just trying to silence me, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, everyone's trying to silence us. God damn. Um, yeah, that's interesting. You say that the anxiety. Yeah, I get, I, and I don't think coffee helps because I wake up, I, right. I get real freaky in my head, and then I get obsessive. And if I don't go walk it off or, or move yeah. it off, it just get, it stays in my body. Yeah. Do you ever do tea instead of coffee? <laughs> I'd rather die. Okay, because I used to be tea first thing. Yeah, I drink like a lot of tea, like probably like twenty <laughs> ounces of tea first thing in the morning. <laughs> this is very real. Black tea, like good black tea. Yeah. Like a lot of it. And then that was my wake up. But I just recently, like two weeks ago, switched to coffee first thing. Okay. And now I have tea later. But the, I found out that tea has something in it called L-theanine, which helps you, uh, it's kind of a relaxer. Oh. So you can, if you want, you can take L-theanine a pill, like a supplement with your coffee. Oh, okay. So like one, one. One dog goes this way, one dog goes this way. Like, what, you're going up and down? So yeah, I guess so. Is that how it, Elvis died? Um, yeah, I think that's how he I died. Know I think that's how everybody it. dies. It's like <laughs> trying to go up and down. It's how Hank, Hank Williams yeah. died, I think, the same yeah. way. Yeah, you kind of want to choose, like, one lane, yeah? But the theanine is not like a downer-downer. It's okay. just, uh, I think it's just an amino acid, so it just does a little bit. Like it, it staves off the jittery aspect of it. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, but also you can just go... Go exercise to do. I, I do that now. Yeah, you know, right. na- nature's uh, Xanax, and I um I totally overwhelm Tom with my deep thoughts too, because I'll be like, yeah, I totally I do the same. That's so funny. Thing. I'm like, I just had a, a relation about my childhood. It's not that I'm a piece of shit. It's that they were bad parents, Tom, and like, and he's just like, I just I don't know what to do with you right now. Do you find yeah. that all of your um, it's so crazy. All of your female friends, their husbands are like you. Yeah. 
I find the same way. All of my male friends, their wives are like me. Oh. It's like with to a T. Yeah. All like even long like friends I've known for 15, yes. 20 years, everything they talk about their wife, I'm like, oh, that's it's me. me. Yeah. So I'll get along with their wives better than I mean, not get along with, but it's like hmm. we we have the same interests and stuff yes. like that. Yes. Because I feel like I have always been friends with people who are opposite of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so yes, you, yes. Yes, it's uh, so interesting uh, how that's I've, the case. I've been told that I'm similar to um, Bert. Yeah, sure, definitely. <laughs> I, that makes sense, right? You guys say that the the similar the neurotic. I'm not as like overbearing with dominating conversations, though, am I? No, that's no, you're terrible. Just, no, you're just the feminine version, right? Of Bert, neurotic. Uh, codependent. Yeah, if Bert was a lovable female. <laughs> yeah. You're saying lovable, I appreciate that. I'm the feminine version of a man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's my uh, my lot. That's so interesting because some people, what is that? They say women, okay, let's let's sort this out. Right. Because they say women become warriors and men become warrior warriors. So if you have like, yeah, childhood trauma or whatever that it's un, that you're working through which like who doesn't yeah women knows. become more neurotic everything is my fault <laughs> and men become jacked like oh, no one's gonna fuck with me again man i'm gonna fuck yeah with them. that makes sense like david goggins is a perfect example totally. of the warrior who's like you're never gonna hurt me literally one of his book titles is like can't hurt me i read it twice yeah really yeah i did i love david goggins. but goggins yeah. is also so i love goggins i love yeah. him yeah. At the same time, I feel like he is a he is a true ca- case of uh, of nature and nurture. Like not what I'm trying to say here, I guess I mean like he has never really got over. Yeah, he's still the same person living in that thing where he punishes himself. Yes, the same you just way. Blew my mind up. See, this is the kind of thing I would run to Tom and be like, "Good morning. Here's what I just learned with Johnny. <laughs> Good <Pemberton>. morning. <laughs> I know you just opened your eyes, but Pemby and I had a fucking major thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, bro. And I realized that. Oh, and it's not, it's so, not so good but let's or bad. clarify what you're saying, just so that the audience fucking is fault if they're not right. So you grow up with somebody who's punishing you. Right. Your parent is toxic or whatever is abusing you. The parent gets out of the equation. You grow up and then you punish yourself because that's how you know how to experience love. <sighs> And he even talks about in the book when he talks about how he healed himself at the end, Ugh. that whole thing where yes. he wasn't he wasn't his sick. childhood was abominable. Oh, absolutely insane. So sad, yeah. But he healed himself through that. He calls it yoga and stretching, but that was like an intense case of meditative <laughs> self love, oh, like hardcore wow. meditative self love. That he's a grunt, so he's not going to call it that. But he, he was doing yoga. He was doing right. yoga. He calls it stretching, but he was doing that thing where he saved his life by basically locking himself in a room and forcing himself to 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 love himself. Although he's gonna die, he was gonna die because his body was gonna gonna kill him essentially. You just blew my mind. Yeah, I think about that a lot though. It's like a thing about where what? which bit? just the whole thing about your um the way that you hurt yourself because of how you feel about yourself. Yeah. It's such a, it's so, so ingrained in us that we, it's really hard to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm a good person. Right. I don't have like, I'm not inherently flawed. Yes. It's so hard to do that. You have to remind yourself constantly. Oh, there's so, I have so much to say about yeah. this. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's interesting because my mother who was my torturer in yeah. life passed away in 2015 and what happens is the first two years are, are just, you're so relieved. 
when yeah. when the torturing por- person is gone because they can no longer actively mess with you. I won't right. get these obscure letters in the mail where she's telling me that Hillary Clinton is talking to her telepathically and then that would really oh. upset me because she was really psychotic at the end of her life. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, um, wow. and she's also very abusive. And then what happens is a few years later, like I would literally be parallel parking and I'd be like, why can't you fucking parallel park right? You're such a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's not even that's not even rational. Like, where did that come from? And that's yeah, the nobody, internal mom. You're not supposed to be able to parallel park. <laughs> it's unnatural. <laughs> Driving is unnatural as hell. If you're a good driver, right. you should be doing just that. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who says I'm supposed to be able to drive backwards and angle into a spot as traffic is coming? Like, no. Yeah, you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be on the spectrum driving a bus. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be doing for real. Yeah, but that internalized parent is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's what David Goggins is fighting. And that's what we're all fighting, perhaps, yeah. or the internal whatever. But where does that negative shit come from? I think, it, I think it comes from the fact that humans have the ability to overcome like way more than they know. Because mm-hmm. we're all built, we're built for famine. We're built for living off of nothing. Mm. We're built for just like... Live, grueling it out like Mm. but we don't know that we always forget that we can do so much stuff because it's just uh we're so so, everything's so cushy now it's so easy to live Mm. we forget that your body is designed to deal with tons of shit like constantly having stress or Mm. something crazy happens and you just gotta shake it off and relax Mm -hmm. or like talk with people about it there's also that there's that great book called tribe i think it's by Uh, sebastian younger you read that yeah yeah oh my god that book is incredible Wait, I'm thinking of tribes plural. Sorry, different book. It's Sebastian Younger. No, okay. different tribe. This is a tiny Malcolm book. It's like Gladwell? 120 pages. Oh yeah, no, it's different. This guy, it's right, the best. Malcolm. It's all about how, like, you know, for forever, uh, for all of humankind, we we were never alone. Right. Almost that's, never that's alone. That's a huge problem. Yeah, and it's this thing where everyone we live together, and it's important to be. I just I'm butchering this. I can feel myself like you got to, you know, be with a person. <laughs> Because that's the way, when you're looking at an eye, it's a, you know, because he says that when you're living, okay, I feel the same way. There's somebody, and then there's you, but if you, okay, you make soup, right? And then you got, um, everybody has some soup, right? Okay, I think. Well, the Native Americans (laughs) were. That's when you know it goes on the track where you go, okay, so the Native Americans, they would do this thing. I can't remember, but it was like, there's a feather and there's a rock. And right. which one is flying? Because, right. no, that's not right. Shit. It's okay. The feather is like a, uh, you know, because your mom. <laughs> yes. I think I know what you're saying. So in, in philosophy, when I studied philosophy, it was this idea of, of experiencing one's being in relation to. You don't exist yeah. in a vacuum. It's yeah, rela- nobody it's, does. Oh, phenomenology. That's when I learned. It's everything's in relation to, and the flesh of the world is where you come into like your being. And you're right. We're so alienated. And especially as comedians, mm-hmm. I simultaneously don't enjoy being alone and I love being alone. Yeah, it's that weird thing where I also, I mean, I love being alone, but I love being alone when I'm when around. You want to be. <laughs> or sort of <laughs> like you're kind of not alone, alone. You're yeah. alone. But there's someone right over across the wall. You know, someone's sure. there. Yes, yes. So yes. it's that feeling of community without having to have someone talk to you about Ooh, something. It's called reprochement. 
And when you're raising really? children, mm-hmm, reprochement. Reprochement. Oh, français? I don't pick not a word. Okay. That's all I know from uh, psychology. The idea that the toddler, your your child, needs to explore the world, but know that mother is safe and home right. base. So that that if you had enough of that growing up, you feel okay being alone because you don't right. feel a sense of real anxiety about that because you know that you have the internal mother who was always there and present and allowing you to explore the world and come back to home base. It does sound French because the French are all about like <laughs> no no blood, no foul, right? Isn't that a thing that have? I think it's blood in, blood out. Oh, yeah. I think it's a gang thing. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's actually a, a gang uh, thing. Tits up? Tits up, yeah. Framing. Tits up. Tits up. We found her tits up, baby. <laughs> so when Johnny came in here, I always tell the guys when they frame me up, like, just frame me up tits up because you don't want to see anything right. else. Like, what? You, that's, not, that's not what that means. Tits up. <laughs> Somehow no one here in Texas knows that tits up means you're dead. <laughs> Frame me dead like. That's you what like, I like. Yeah, we walked in there and just the engine went <laughs> off and she was tits up. <laughs> like, what do you mean tits up? You know, she's tits up, just back the back 40. We, you know, aliens came down and everything was fried up and done like a pickle in a pickle in a pub. I don't fucking know. Yeah, their sayings are always yeah. like that. Nuttier than a... Nuttier than an outhouse during the peanut festival. I've seen something. pickles walk backwards faster than a turtle can jump up. <laughs> Hell, you know what? I walked in here. I've seen. I've seen a. I've seen a moon blacker than a dog turd, and I figured out I can't find where my home is. That's how Doctor Phil got so successful. All these really? stupid Texas say. Yeah, he's like the king oh, of Texas. Right, yes, Doctor Phil. Well, you can I put just... a rat in a rat trap, and a raccoon won't piss its mouth out. And you're you like, can what? put a rat in a rat. <laughs> you can put a raccoon in a rat trap, but it's got a tail that it knows how to move. So this young lady here, she's been pissing in a bucket that's got a hole. <laughs> Sweetheart, your mama loves you, but if you keep walking like a train down a hill, you're going to meet somebody who's not going to know how to say yes for an answer. (laughs) Sweetheart, look, tacos don't make themselves, but people do. I knew a Mexican fella, he could pick up a car and walk off a bridge. And you think you're that, but look, sweetheart, you got a lot of learning to do. I'm gonna fucking puke on myself. There's <laughs> dogs out. There's dogs outside that think they're inside. I've, you're like a dog running around outside that thinks it's indoors. <laughs> you're like a dog. Tango mucho dinero, enos no key mana calade. Uh, Donde esta las chicas caliente? <laughs> Phil, he come up with all of these. You know, that, so you know that one meme where he's like, he's yeah. reading the thing, uh, kill yourself. <laughs> he's reading that meme, you know that one? It's on TikTok. He's like, kill yourself. Go outside and let a car <laughs> run you over, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's like a thing yeah. he's reading he's what the girl wrote. repeating, yeah, yeah. Catch me outside, how about that? Catch me yeah, outside, how about, idiot. what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Catch me outside. Is that a fighting thing? <laughs> oh, bless his heart. I tell you. Woo, that was amazing, uh, Johnny. My favorite moment ever on YMH. And I will never. <laughs> this one makes me laugh. Like, I'll wake up at two in the morning and just start laughing. Probably one of my favorite YMH moments of all time. Really? Yes. Is when we were watching. Woo! What's his name? Tommy. Oh, Tony Johns. 
Tony fucking Johns. Yeah. And you, <laughs> he's like, you know, it's the weekend. You got a party. It's that weekend, baby. Woo! And he's by the pool. Yeah. And you're like, my, my daddy lets me drink pool. <laughs> <laughs> daddy drink pool. Yeah, I can't remember what's his voice. My, my daddy went to pull up Tony John. My daddy, my, lets, my, me my daddy lets me drink the pool water. Oh my fucking god! My daddy lets me Tony. drink the pool water. Is he still alive? <laughs> Yo, that's a really good question. He's got, I think Do we know? Is, he's probably in jail. Maybe is he still? In jail. He's yeah. definitely in jail because he was in in and out of jail. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. I can't. His voice. I used to know. <sighs> like, I, I can't think I can even do He's it. He's right like, play girls. Any do it. Play oh, girls and pay boys. Play girl, play boy. You like a play. You like a big boy or a little boy? Cause I'm both in between, baby. Woo! I'll tell you what time it is. I can't do it. Right now. Woo! Play girls and play boys. It is hard out there for it's a player. Hard, it's hard out there. He has that weird like Steven Seagal. <laughs> Like talking to a black person thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. sugar, sugar mama, baby. How you doing? Okay. He oh, you, does do yeah, that. On the does, first 48 or whatever. That, that weird thing was. where he's like, you're you're doing like a yeah. a thing. You don't, you're talking in not your normal voice because yeah. you're talking to, to someone black people. who's black. Look, can we find a clip of Tony Johns to reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it took me a minute. Here, I got one. I bet you oh. can find a clip of Tony Johns in this studio. You know what's been bugging me lately? <laughs> <laughs> My motherfucking neighbor, you know, keeps on, you know, harassing me. Whatever. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You so, know what I'm saying? <laughs> long story short, you know, his wife comes home early from work. Yeah. You know, his wife comes home yeah. and, uh, you know. Good storytelling. Like, can I get some help with my groceries? Because I was, you know, working on my car. You know, so far, I'm, I'm, I'm already fucking brain dead. Oh, I like this story. This is good. I fucked up a bulb on my passenger, you know, front side, but whatever. So I was working on my car, and she's like, uh, God. Can I some, you know, help in with the groceries. You know. I was like, all right. Uh, uh, <laughs> fuck this guy's wife. One thing, you know, leads to another. I end up sleeping with my neighbor's wife. <laughs> we up out of here. We up out of here. Oh, oh yeah. We up out of here. I end up getting murdered by my wife, my <laughs> My neighbor's husband. <laughs> I ended up getting him killed. <laughs> I ended up destroying their family. <laughs> we up out of here. Oh, I ended up telling them something that's totally not true. The reason Such why a liar. I'm this fucking yellow fucking weird thing <laughs> my ass is going to be doing community service for the state of Utah. That's probably the greatest Anyways, video. I just want to say, if you guys see me up on the freeway picking <laughs> up trash and all this bullshit, <laughs> feel free to honk your horn. Don't you know, do that. Feel free to say, hey, Tony Jones, ladies man. Out the ladies window, man. And I'll wave back. <laughs> oh my <Wow>. God. <laughs> you know what he reminds uh, me of? Is your your character you do where you're like fascinated by the garbage trucks? Oh yeah, like, it's kind of a similar thing. Like I think Tony's. Uh, I think Wayne's a little uh, nicer. <laughs> Wayne's sweet. Wayne's very sweet. Yeah, it is kind of similar. I didn't think about that. Like yeah. where they're just like you know you see me you die away yeah. woo You're like that's, that's yeah I never thought it is kind of similar yeah Wayne is silly Wayne is it's a similar thing because the whole point of Wayne is like he can talk to anybody because <laughs> I'll go up to guys. You would not approach. Yeah. And if you go up and be like, hey, did you see that truck? <laughs> oh, you got. Uh, it's like a a regular little garbage can, but it's big. Oh. Hear that song? <laughs> Hear That's that a song? It's garbage flute. <laughs> 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 
give you a thumbs, thumbs up. up. They love it. They, they love, love it. it. You know why? Because I do that shit for toddlers. Little kids oh, will yeah. wave and they're like, yeah, I'm a we garbage sh- man. I was shooting one of these with my friend <laughs> and we were walk. it was on a Saturday, we were walking up to a, a cement truck. Yeah. He was filming me and right as he's filming me, I'm walking up to that, some dad in a puffy jacket and a mom with a toddler walking yeah. up. We're both looking at the same damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a, you know, this is like a five-year-old being like, looking at the cement. And I'm like, well, you see that cement? Isn't that cool, buddy? Wow. You sure is hecka loud out there. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Because yeah. we've played guys on YMH that are legitimately like oh, this yeah. person. Like train, there was a train in the enthusiast. Tra- yeah, the train guys are, that's a whole other thing. The that- train guys are... <laughs> That's the OG. That's yeah. the OG. Yeah. And they, that's almost dangerous because they get, <laughs> you know, stay off the tracks. Yeah. Get yeah. away from the tracks. Get away from that. It's not a good yeah. hobby. Or the guy that was like uh, solar eclipses and he's like, oh, it's uh, all full. What did he say? Oh, it's all full eclipse. Yeah. Corona. <laughs> like, totality. Yeah. Totality. Full totality. Totality. God. You're like, wow. Just to get so, there's something so lovely about getting so stoked on something right. so small and yeah, that's it, that's that's the beauty of Wayne. It's just how stoked he is on. He's super stoked because I mean I don't know what I'm interested in. I do legitimately like it. Oh, but for me it's more. I mean I don't know about I don't know about like numbers. Oh, that's a pH sixty four or something <laughs> like that. I don't know that. And I, I went to the Waste Expo in uh, Vegas. The I did. Stop. I went there about a year ago. Or so Stop. I filmed Wait. a bunch of videos. I filmed three videos there. <laughs> Let's look at them. May we? Uh, yeah, you can find Let's them. Let's find Johnny at I the Waste on... Expo. This is so funny. I feel like my Instagram is mostly Wayne. Oh my Wayne. gosh. You, you need to have a child, honestly. I mean... Well, see that guy? I'm talking to that guy in New York. This guy... <laughs> the best is when people comment and say, stop being... Stop wasting those guys' time. Like, the guys are talking to me. I'm not they wasting their time. And they're bored. Pick up those logs. <laughs> God, dog, it's bright as frick out here. Look at that. It's getting picked up. They already did pick it up, it looks like. See? Well, I missed it. Uh, oh, wait. No, they're going to get... See that? They're picking it up. They're picking up the log with not the scooper, but a rope attached to it. Oh, I'm going to fucking throw up That's again. It's so rare. funny. God, you're so funny, Johnny. This I'm just fucking around, though. I'm just walking to get coffee. Kills me. And all I do is I've, I wear my hat. <laughs> if I see a thing, I turn my... There's, that's the waste expo. Me grabbing that little green <laughs> trash can. This is part three, though. On top of a platform, looking inside there. It's a shredder. You do not want to go in there. Carnage. Good luck. You're in there. You can come out into a bunch of pudding. Wandering with Wayne. It's wandering with Wayne. That's my song. Can I I tell you something? This is amazing. Hey, what's your name? Hey, what's your name? Trucks and planes and trains and stuff. Hey, I'm Wayne. Here we are, Waste Expo. No big deal. I saw this one. Yeah, it's pretty, it's fun. It's so very fun. There's all these dudes you talk to. What So sweet. Wayne. This is a fun part, the measuring. <laughs> measuring the garbage truck. <laughs> Watch, they put it right there. <laughs> the waste expo. It was it was fun as hell. 
How did you even find out about I the I found out about expect? it. Someone tipped me off on Instagram, <laughs> and it turns out it was like two days from then. So I just, I bought tickets. I bought a pass. I went there with my friend Rob, and we just shot stuff for like, uh, just went two days. We shot tons of stuff. And oh, I edited like shit. probably 15 minutes total, like three segments. Johnny. And one of it's, I got to ride in a garbage truck with this guy. Electric garbage truck That was fucking cool was that, shit. that was cool right It was cool but it, Did it smell Was it very stinky No they don't st- Wow They're not stinky Yeah nothing else stink at all Not the one at the expo obviously Oh oh yeah, yeah. No, no. But you are moving forward So any smell is gonna Sure you know, sure sure Gonna sure, go sure. behind you Can I Basically. tell you What you need to do with this And I'm saying like Real talk yeah? So have you heard of Blippy Uh no Okay so Blippy Oh Blippy's the guy The train kid right uh, no, no, that's oh, but it was a show. That's right? Dylan Mulvaney, the okay. guy. Is that no, what you just no, said? The train. I said the train. Oh, the train. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whoops. Bleep out that word. Yeah. Uh, I thought you said the train guy. You see where no. my head's at? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I saw that right away. So, so no, no, no. Blippy is a guy on YouTube. Yeah, people have mentioned Blippy to me. I keep He's great. To check it out. I'm a huge fan. My kids love right. Blippy, and he does stuff like that where he's like, "We're gonna go check out." A garbage truck, and right. then they'll sing songs. Like I would 100 percent rather my kids watch Wayne okay. than Blippy. Like yeah. you could legit be a children's. That's what I was character. Work- I was developing a show with a friend, and we're, we're doing it again now. I'm working on it again. I was on the show. Oh my god! For the past six months, so I couldn't do anything else. But this, uh, I was working on a new TV show. But dude, you I gotta make- do this on YouTube. I'm telling you, kids would love Wayne. Yeah, my kids I mean, would love you. Kids like they do like Wayne. I know a lot of people say they show it to their they're toddlers and they watch it with them yeah and they like wayne because wayne he's a kid he's a child's yeah. mind so it's the only thing about it, it's different is he says frick a lot i think that's really funny i could just you know take that out but frick also technically frick is not bad it's not, no 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 my kids say every like it's a problem now yeah I they first, say all the curses yo listen at the beginning i had under Damn. wraps where i was like you can say don't say it and they didn't say it and now the little one is like Fucking, fuck, How old? fuck, fucking. He's four, dude. Wow, that's I know. fun. So here's what I did. Is, <laughs> it is fun. It's it like, is funny because he knows he knows he's not supposed to, and that's why he's doing yeah. it to rile me. So I told him to say Dornit. I told him that Dornit was a right? really bad word. So now now what he does? Fucking Dornit. Fucking Dornit. Fucking Dornit. Yeah. So he tags it with the bad word. <laughs> yeah. So I just gave him like a punch up yeah. for his bad word. Fucking Dornit. Yeah, they both do it just to annoy me, but they don't do it at school, so I'm fine. Because they know they're getting in trouble school. for real at school, Hell right? Hell yeah! And at yeah. home, they're just irritating mom because I'm like, dude, you're four, you cannot say f, you can't say f. So now they get in trouble for f. But say, frick is funnier. Yeah, frick. I love I love when adults, grown ups, won't swear and in, in real life when they do that, and you're like, why don't you just you you're saying you're the person's still thinking fuck when you're saying yeah. frick, so just say fuck. Right. Grow it, up. It doesn't make any sense. I think it's like a old religious. Yeah. Vestige. Just people who grew up Mormon or grew up like really Catholic. They, yeah. Well, not the Catholics. Catholics fucking curse because they all drunk. Yeah. But, um, cheese and rice. I like that cheese one. Cheese and rice. I used to, my friend's cheese mom would rice. say, Jesus Maria. <laughs> and I used to say that. And she's like, don't say that. I'm like, why? Just Jesus Maria. It's fine. Yeah. Jesus Maria. Jesus. Did you grow up religious? Not really. I went to Catholic school though. And how did you feel about that? Oh, I did not like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it messed you up as an adult? Um, I think it kind of. Uh, it didn't mess me up, but it definitely was a formative experience in terms of like, I don't know. I think it was probably good in the in the long run because mm-hmm. it made me realize that there's these psychos who make you ask permission to go to the bathroom kind of thing. <laughs> where, 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, I have trouble with that stuff because I think about so much of how I was raised and brought up was things that were difficult or hard. And I, I think about, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that. That's why I always think about, uh, it's weird with kids because like, I'm, I'm hanging out with Duncan and he's got two little kids who mm. I love so much. He's going to have a third soon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He and, talks about it on stage, so I'm not. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I love those kids so much. I live up <laughs> playing with me and stuff. And it's like a thing where, how do you, de- I don't get how people decide as a parent what is like a, because you want your kids to experience adversity, right? Absolutely. But yeah. you can't give them adversity. Life will, that's like life's, torture. Life's going to fuck them up no matter what you right. do. Life's going to get them. But all you can do is prepare them. Right. But how do you, but you can't prepare them. It's, yeah, you can. I'll how tell do you, you prepare? How. I'll tell you how. Mom, get me some water. You know where the water is. Get okay. up and get it yourself. Right. Where, what are you going to do with that plate? You're done eating? Where does it go? Put it in the dishwasher. Don't just throw it in the sink. Like little shit like that. Yeah. That that builds character, chores. Um, go uh, When we're out in public, I need a napkin. Go ask the waitress where the napkins are. Go, go. I give them freedom, uh-huh. like within bounds, within reason. Like we went to the pizza parlor here. Ryan Sickler was visiting with his daughter, Stella, and we all went to eat pizza. My four-year-old, um, I allow to wander and go to the playground and come back. Right. Because in Texas, it's totally fine. We've been here a million times. And he was like, he just goes. He's four years old and he can just go and come back. He's like, I'm having so much anxiety right now because in That's LA cool. you would never do that. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, but he's learning. Mommy's right here. And he did. He'd come, come back, check on me and go right. right back. That's that's independence. That's balls. Yeah. Courage. Now the emotional stuff, I work on that. I'm hard, You know, I'm harder... As heart feelings are tougher for me, but I you right. try to listen to them and get them to talk to you early so that they talk to you later kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you, but what do you think? So, so do you think Catholic school, like, was your adversity that you're getting over I mean, now? part of it. I mean, I, I did have a, a bowel disease forever. Yeah, that was... So that's a that's big thing. crippling. I think that's yeah. a lot. But I think that, that for me lot. was a huge part of it. But that's also something where I wouldn't take that back because I think it made me... There's stuff I've experienced that... Other people in their who are the same age as me have never experienced, and I, I experienced it when I was a young person. And I think it was much harder for my parents than it was for me. But it taught me to be like I'm like I'm tough as hell. I can yeah. take anything. I can really handle like there's nothing that I in terms of like stuff like that, like physical stuff that would really bother me because I know I'll be okay. Mm. So, but that was only because I've experienced all that. All that I guess you'd call it. I don't want to say trauma, but it, like something. I experienced suffering. that suffering kind of thing. I experienced it. I've lived through it, and it and it uh, colored my life so much. Mm. But at the same time, it's also a, a bad thing. But this, but it's yeah, it's that thing where it's a gift because I've been able to live through it. I probably wouldn't be who I am today, even close to who I am. You would not be as hilarious as you are today had right. you just had a normal upbringing. It created your superpower. It's yeah. like the suffering of. What is it? Fucking Spider-Man. Like, doesn't he, he loses? How I does forget. his parents die? Like, there's a, there, there's a reason that heroes have an orphan lore yeah. to them. Bruce Wayne's parents are murdered in front of him when he's a child. And that creates the Batman. Right. There's something, there's a superpower element in that when you have to overcome severe right. awfulness early in life. Mm-hmm. And it gives you, hopefully, a gift. Or you can just become a heroin addict. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people... <laughs> so. A lot of people do have that problem with like health issues where they just, it becomes, 
the identity. Heard, yeah, someone right. once said uh, disease is a wonderful vocation. Ooh, and I always so am true. very aware of that because there's a lot of people that make it becomes your identity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not an identity. That's just a part of you. But it's not like who you are. You can't let the thing, there's like a culture of like illness a lot of people have. Yes, yes, yes. I is, see it. It's hard. It's super hard to get out of that though, I think. But I mean, I mean I've been guilty of it even recently, but I, I think it's, as long as you're aware of it, I think that's the key is to be aware of the idea that you're not, uh, that can't be who you are. I think I, I think I know, I see, I've never praise a lot. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing I was never molested. That's one positive. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, definitely good. That's positive. like rad, right? Cause I feel For like, real. that's one of those things where <laughs> the, pe- the people who have, yeah, I don't know if I could ever, uh, that's a toughie. Get over it. Um, number two, I've had debilitating physical stuff, really, yeah. and like I really think I would, I would it would cry, it it would define me. Like I'm always so afraid I'm gonna get cancer because my mom had cancer. Yeah, and I'm like, oof, that would just that would be the one thing that would just kill, just crush me. Getting cancer? Yeah, I, I think mean, you probably oof. will get cancer. I know, I know. You probably because I'm talking about it, and cancer's listening. Well, and I think gonna, you're gonna get cancer just because you're gonna live long enough, and cancer is just kind of how you die. I like know. if you live long enough, chances are you're going to die of cancer or so heart disease or something like that. You're just going to. And that's when you start doing hard drugs and smoking again. Because like when you're in your 70s yeah. and you're like, you, you have cancer, like, great, let's die. Like, I'm not going to go through chemo. And yeah, like, I would say that. more like 80s or a- 90s. A- you're right. 90s and 80s. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. You're just not going to get it. 70s is not. You don't mm, want cancer in your 70s. No, no. So, so that's. Uh, yeah. Because I see people on the, the gram mm-hmm. who have diseases that are horrible yeah and celebrities and 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 it's it is used as an identity and you're like that i was i don't know again i can't relate fully but then i go like that do you want to be known as like the disease celebrity like i think some people do because that's what they have to talk about yeah you know it's like it becomes that's what that is the content of their life and some people are they don't want that to be the content so they they work and they work to make sure that's not, but it just mm-hmm. takes more work to do that. It does take more work because it's same in the mom community. Mm-hmm. Like there are women who are like, I'm a mom. That's all I am. And you're like, yeah. whoa, like I have a relative who is all mom, all times, all day. And when, and sometimes I'll be like, don't you ever get tired or like annoyed? And she's like, no. what are you talking about? I love that. And you're like, okay, all right. You're just not conscious. You're I think not- that's good though. There's got to be people out there. Oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like there's got to be men. I have this, you know, there's a lot of men who probably should die <laughs> so other people can eat. You know, there's a lot of old guys who are still sticking around. It's like, dude, mm. if you're you're too old to not have done something cool. Yeah. Like, who are you thinking of? Uh, probably like, you know, a whole generation of people who didn't have to experience a war. Yeah. Because <laughs> like that's usually a lot of men tend to die in wars. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know. It's kind of what you've been designed for. Like your body is designed to, to go to kill stuff. To boys, be like deal with that God shit. God damn, I gotta tell you, especially boys, w- because I'm raising two little ones. Right. I see the violence and the proclivity towards adventure. It's insane. So early, like yesterday, we were in the backyard and we found a baby snake, a baby garter snake. Ooh, that's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And the first reaction was like, kill it, I take a stick, this. throw it in the lake, like. Oh. It was God. so rad, and I was yeah. watching. They they went to it, 
right? Wow. Me, I go, fuck that. And they're just like, let's fuck with it. And let's flick it in the air. And let's. And I was like, this is really the difference between mm-hmm. the, the two. Well, there's many genders, as we know. There's like right. 5,000. But many like thousands. between, yeah, between these two. The main ones. The main ones, yeah. <laughs> the two top, the two best. <laughs> the two tops, yeah. You see it early. The, the need to conquer, the need to climb, to... I did crazy shit. Fuck each other up. I yeah. don't know how I'm alive. Yeah. There's stuff I did as a kid <laughs> where <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Just the worst stuff. We were at the playground with Duncan's kids, and yeah. I was thinking like, oh, I would be trying to climb on the canopy above <laughs> the playground <laughs> instantly. Instantly. And I was you know, about to tell them, I was like, oh, wait, I shouldn't tell them they <laughs> can do that. I shouldn't tell them to climb over that. Now, where did you grow up again? Reverse Minnesota. Oh, yeah. wow. So you were really like in a... In the woods all the time. Always in the woods. Constantly yeah. making forts in the woods. We would. The whole goal of life was to go in the woods. That's cool Unsupervised. Shit. And like piss in a log. <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> piss in a log or get a knife and cut stuff with it or... Yeah. Anything. Anything like that. Just getting in the woods all the time. God, we said, I don't know how I survived. We would ride bikes without helmets down these yes. super steep hills. Yes. Just in the middle of the fucking hill. Yeah. Make I, bike jumps. We make like, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. But that, but see, Bad that's stuff. But that's the fun of, but that's how you, but like you were saying, how do you build resilience? And I think that's what we're talking about right. is how do you build somebody who can withstand the suffering of the illness you had? And I think part of that too is like, Go out into the woods, right? Fuck some shit up, look fucking death in the face, and come back home for dinner. And that's what little kids do. That's that's yeah. that's what we were afforded in the eighties. I mean, I used to get on my bike in Canoga Park and just ride Damn. with this group of like kids, and we'd ride to the liquor store and buy a candy, and then I'd ride back on some guy's handlebars, mm-hmm. and then you know, like create like that that's for for the valley in los angeles is you know pretty gnarly or yeah whatever. for sure you know we're buying cigarettes when you're 13 like figuring i wish i was out. doing that yeah i would have killed to have some cigarettes back then <laughs> uh, i had to settle for like you know i don't know smoking a stick <laughs> taking a little stick and just be I'm smoking a stick yeah or like lighting fires we'd light fires yes if you could light a fire yeah oh. i feel like boys all love lighting fires i have about three ex-boyfriends that have lit major fires that had they gotten caught for would be in prison literally Holy literally shit. okay every maybe it guy wasn't so loved. bad i guess no arson is very common with boys especially teenage boys am i right you guys are laughing in the booth because you guys have lit damn. fires yeah yeah yeah, yeah, we yeah boys fire. love fire yeah, I and my it, clubhouse down as a kid in my apartment complex yeah mm-hmm. okay i'm pretty fire. good then i guess <laughs> My mom bought me a blowtorch because I convinced her. <laughs> Shut up! Yeah, I did. I convinced... Not, not like a blowtorch, like one that attaches to a propane tank. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I convinced her it would be used for killing weeds. Hilarious. I did a little killing of weeds, but I also did like, you know, <laughs> let's see what burns. Let's just see what burns. <laughs> yeah. And at one point, I was fucking around, and I think I started our fence on fire, <gasps> but it was smoldering, and some handyman came up to the house... <laughs> It was like, I think your uh, fence is uh, burning there. My mom oh, looked at shit. it. And she was like, oh. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was very embarrassed because I was me who it was just fucking around with the blowtorch. <laughs> Can you imagine that? A handyman coming to a house yeah. and hey, seeing like, like a fire. kid with a blowtorch out front in the yard, like so a 10 year old with a fucking. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did you have the thing to spark it? That. Uh, no, you just use like a lighter. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I also had a potato gun. I built a fucking <laughs> potato gun. Wow, this has all been blocked out. Like, we would do bad shit with the potato gun. That potato gun, we would put nails in the potato. We would shoot out street lights. We would drive around with a, with a minivan. This is, this is much older than that. But drive around the minivan, yeah. and one person would sit in the back. You'd load the, load yeah. the fucking uh, potato gun. Yeah. Turn the lights off of the car, slide open the door, <laughs> thunk, shoot the streetlight out, and get in, drive away. It's amazing. Oh. And this is why men need to fight wars. This is yeah. what is that DNA that is inside of you. Right. I don't have this inclination to destroy like no. you do. I have the inclination <laughs> to create and nurture, and men are like, let's fucking shoot out a streetlight. Like that yeah. is. That's the difference. Like, yeah. It's definitely go, a thing. Go, go to the Ukraine. You'd kill some fucking Russians, You gotta bro. go there, and go if there. you die, we'll make a plaque for you, <laughs> and we'll remember you, and we'll have one last mouth to feed. Yeah. And if you come <laughs> okay. back, you're probably gonna not have a problem starting a business. Yeah. Because it's gonna yeah. be pretty easy. Yeah. Compared to the bullshit you had to deal with. Because on those war stories, they always show those guys like they're in the shit. Like, we're gonna start a business. <laughs> we're gonna start a business. That's all they're yeah. talking about. <laughs> Like we're starting the best business. They make their business plan the whole time yes. as they're getting shot. Yes, and they yes. just survive. You get to go back and start your your shitty lawn care business. Oh yeah. man, oh, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Just, that's so funny. But I want that for my sons. I want that, and I I I want them to have unsupervised fun. It's right. funny because they won't. I try to. I'm like, go go fucking in the backyard, dude. I don't care. You can swim. If you fall into water, you'll be fine, you know? And they're yeah. just like, Mommy! Mom. I'm like, God damn it. I said, get the fuck out of here. Like, go alone without me. See, I was opposite. My mom there. was very, wanted, did not want me to do that. Oh, maybe that's what I need to do. Is be like, yeah. I want to watch you. And they'll be like, get the fuck out of here, Mom. Yeah, I was definitely, when I went to college, oh my God, did I sleep. <laughs> I slept so much because it was the first time I didn't have someone checking on me and bothering me. Oh. I fucking loved it. Oh, okay. So, so Mommy... Did you have, you had siblings, you said? Yeah, yeah, I have three younger siblings. Brothers? I have a brother and two sisters. So, and yet she was still overbearing. Were you the, you were the first. First, That's yeah. That's why. So. The first one always gets the overkill. Right, And I definitely. see it with Ellis, because I'm like, I love you. What are you doing? And he's like, God, get the fuck away from me, Mom. Like he's. See, that's good then, I guess. Yeah, no, because I, but I've, I've actually learned in recent years to back off. Right. And chill. And then he'll come to me. That energy, because yeah. some men are avoidant. That's an avoidant, like, no fuck, don't. don't mm, mm, mm. That's me. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'm very like. Uh, mom overdid it. Yeah, if, if anyone ever tells me to be careful, I'm like, fucking uh, shit. Fuck your mom. Don't tell me to be careful. Oh, if I, if I hear that, that's like, that pussy dries up. Yeah, <laughs> your dick goes in your butthole. You fuck your yeah, own butt. That is a softener. Yeah. That's a dick softener. Be careful. Yeah, because mother mother means to. That's so funny because I've I've read about this thing of like be careful, and she means to caution you. But what that does is undermine your self confidence. Yeah, because it what the message is is you can't do it on your own. You're not. You're incapable. Right. And for to tell a little boy he's incapable or you know that's not supposed to be good. Whatever. So I try not to say be careful. I think what's more constructive is like. Hey, really pay attention when you're out there. Focus on what you're doing. Because, yeah. you know, I don't know. So so she woke you up. Was she one of those people that's like, well, look who slept in, sleepyhead. Like that kind of yeah, thing and punish you. Um, I guess it's more just, I don't know how to describe it. It's like just always kind of interrupting and hovering. 
My friends love her. She's oh. she's she's wonderful. Yes. Like, if I have yes. friends over, we'd always hang out at my house. She makes like a she's gonna make this nice spread of things to eat. She wants to hang out and talk with everybody. She's very fun. She's a great person. But I think it's the thing where I would just like mom, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, mom, mom. Yeah. I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm the guy who, unfortunately, if the friends are like, dude, you talk to your mom that way. Uh, I have been that guy. Yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. been that guy at some point in time. Because it, but the the anger of her over maybe overprotectiveness. Over yeah, kill, for sure. Overkill. Yeah, I get it. Look, the first baby mm-hmm. when Ellis was born. It was like, is he breathing? Is he breathing? Am I doing it right? Uh, duh, 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 I don't duh, know how people. Uh, would do. Uh, I would be so fucking worried about choking. Eh, the listen. choking thing alone. Oh, I don't know how people do it. I still worry. I'm like, I like yesterday. Julian was laughing with a strawberry in his mouth, like ha ha, and I was like, no, you're gonna choke. Go laugh and eat at the uh, same time. Um. Oh, and then there's like sudden infant death syndrome, right? Where they're just like, I don't know, your baby died, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, SIDS. Just died. You're like, no reason. They just die on you. So like that paranoia is is terrible. But um, yeah, so of course the first kid, you you overdo it. Right. And then by the second kid, you're like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Just go. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You made it. You're good. So you so do you have a good relationship with your mom? Yeah. Is she still overbearing? Is there a lot of questions? Um, and... I guess so. Not not recently though. But she has like she's divorced and she has like a boyfriend now. So That's why she's not on you. It's nice. So what? You, she's divorced. So so but together your your parents were together when you were a kid. Yeah, they they got divorced when I was about eighteen. I guess maybe. maybe <laughs> she 19. fucked. She waited. She was like, wait. Well, it wasn't turned. that because my dad came out. He was gay. Oh, that's yeah. right. So. Gosh, yeah. what a story, Johnny. It's very, uh, there's a lot of stuff in my life that's so ironic. It seems kind of like, what? Yeah. Like, it seems like it's not true. Yeah. It's very strange. Did you sense that he was gay growing up? Uh, no, I didn't. Not really. Maybe I got like, maybe once or twice, but it was never, no. Because uh, he doesn't seem like it at all. There's no indication whatsoever. He's a surgeon. You know, he's a fucking surgeon and surgeons are... They are emotionless mm, yes. pieces of stone yes, that yes, 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 yes. Um, are barely human. Well, they have to be. It's funny because I'm friends with a surgeon here right? in Austin, and he's like that. Sociopath. Like, yeah. It's called I'm, sociopath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> it's but, called being a sociopath. Yeah. But thank God they choose to do surgery for a living because it benefits the rest of us. They're yeah, sociopathy. Totally. But, I mean, I, kind of, I think it's kind of... That case but you where, have to be to divorce yourself from what you're doing. You're cutting open people and fidgeting totally. with their inner. Like you have to be emotionless. But you sorry. have to, otherwise. I mean, that's the thing that is interesting to me. I was thinking about this today. Just the idea where there's a lot of new agey coddling of people and education and stuff. Where we need, need to get more sleep. We need to be nice to people. Yeah. But I mean, do you want a surgeon who can't handle? Uh, insults and right. You want someone who is unbreakable. Oh yeah, and that comes with torture. It comes with being, suffering. You gotta you gotta thin the herd. You gotta weed people out who can't hack it. And part of that is dealing with just dealing with not much sleep. It's dealing yep. with like all kinds of see, stressors. See, my husband the other we, we talked about this on your mom's house where I was like, you know, this generation's raised soft as shit, right? This is what we're doing, is we're coddling and the feelings and yeah. and Johnny's and five fucking activities and soccer and robotics and ca-ca-ca-ca-ca. Guess what my kids are doing? They're in the backyard chasing snakes, throwing <laughs> rocks. Right. Getting strong. And my kids are going to eat your fucking snowflakes alive when they grow up. That's what I'm raising. I'm yeah. raising fucking tigers, bitch. 
or they're going to be like big time liberals. They're going to be like, oh, super, God. you might be, ha- you might have <laughs> some, like- uh, some, some hippies on your hand there. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take them. I'll take them. So your dad's gay. And then did you, um, Riz, did you, were you, you must've been angry. Yeah. When he told I you or so. just like, no, what the I, fuck, dude? I mean, that's a whole, that's a lot of stuff. I don't think uh, I'll ever fully figure out what was going on there, but it's a thing where I don't think I was angry. There's obviously a certain type of resentment that is unique, but also, I mean, it's like, what am I, it's not my life. No, but it affects your life because it does. in a sense, his relationship with your mother, which is the foundation of your existence, was a lie. Sort of. I guess, but I also think that, um, you know, he did love her. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, it's a lie, but at the same time, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You know, I'm fucking and, alive here. And he made four puddings. Right, he made four puddings. Yeah. <laughs> he made four puddings. He managed to. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I think about it a lot, but at the same time, there's every dynamic exists. I always say that, I always tell myself, every kind of person does every kind of thing. But some you see it coming and some you see some you don't. Mm. Every type of person does every type of thing and some you see it coming and some you don't. What do you mean? Like it's like uh there's you know, you think about like uh different animals. If you want to see weird behavior, oh, you can look at an- the animal world. There's all ki- every kind yes. of thing. Yes, like, yes, talk yes. about aliens existing. Aliens exist, they're right here. <laughs> you just have to get a microscope out because these things, there's oh, stuff right. that does shit that's absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, it makes true. no sense. They're they're right here, and so people, every kind of person, like does, like someone seems really genteel and sweet, but they're probably a fucking psycho. True, and they like to like to, to kill rats for fun. You know, so true. Or it's the opposite. Someone seems like a softy, but they're a hard ass, mm-hmm. and you just don't. Some people you can. Some people seem like who they are, and some people. Are misrepresent themselves. You don't realize who they are, mm. and all you can do is take someone at face value, and not be surprised if they reveal themselves to be different. That's so true. Because I think really about that deep, a lot though. in terms of just because I I think I do that myself a lot. Is I like to um, not be myself. I want to be somebody else. Like I want to. Like, is that right? Who yeah, would you prefer sure. to be? I don't know. A guy who says tits up. <laughs> like you know some shit like that or yeah. any any character any kind of, that's why i think acting is appealing to me is that you get to be you get to lose yourself mm. you get to lose yourself so you don't have to experience the world in this way you get to you get to live in the moment that's so so what's interesting i'm so glad you're talking about this because i I'm watching the show Grease the rise of the pink ladies it's okay. so dumb and so good right and one of the butchier girls is in acting class and i relate to the butchy girl because she's the comedian right she's always telling blue jokes and trying to get people to laugh and so they put her in acting class to access her feelings and she can't do it like she she struggles with it and i'm the same way because i don't like to be other people i've never enjoyed acting for that reason oh really okay it feels it feels foreign and inauthentic and weird and i feel like i'm lying whereas if i could i could go on this show and talk about anything and and this feels good this feels real i like to get to the real 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 and then i get ashamed and then i get you know and then i wish i were cooler and then i didn't do that like i want to be robert smith at the hall of fame i feel like that is the (laughs) fundamental difference between acting and comedy is that i they're both to me they're both truth because you're telling the truth of that character in that moment 
but it's a difference is well that's why most of my bits on stage and stuff are it's character stuff it's like mm. that's what i like to do because it to me that's your freedom that's when i exist in a timeless state when mm. i'm living through the the character that's crazy because it feels so good to to not be here because you're free you're freer yeah. in, in a different headspace and whereas when i'm i'm my happiest when i'm truth telling like like right. when i'm really saying some that's crazy shit that yeah we're different yeah. but that's the different yeah acting yeah uh, but apropos this discussion please play the howard howard stern howard smith robert howard smith smith clip of him being inducted into the hall of fame if you haven't seen this yet this is robert smith from the cure possibly my favorite clip of him ever this is great go ahead the Cure Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees 2019. Are you as excited as I am? Um, by the sounds of it, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy I want to be. I want to be as cool as Robert Smith. Does not want to be there. Doesn't want to be there. Uh, I guess I leave the house here for a moment. <laughs> and I put on my put on. I wish he was wearing a hockey jersey. Though. I know that like, shit I to me. Don't care. That is so punk. The fact he's like, I'm gonna wear a hockey jersey. Does not, not give a shit like that to care and not care at the same time. Well, you know, I use uh, Dave Kahan. I love Dave. Kahan. I've, I use him as my spirit animal. Oh, before every show, I imagine like, okay, I'm Dave Kahan. <laughs> Hold on, I have to take a picture. So bad. Okay. T- t- hold the thought. I actually have, thought. I have to do the same fucking thing. Oh, let's thing. go pee. Yeah, yeah. Let's go <laughs> pee, and then I want to talk about Dave Kahan. Yeah. Yeah, he's my spirit animal because, <laughs> for real, because he's like. He's very masculine, right? So masculine. But he's also very sassy. So sassy. So he's like that thing where, obviously, when you see me, you're not like, oh, look, look at that fucking man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. But he ha- it's like that thing where he has, like, he's got so much presence. He's such a great performer, but he's not, He's his energy is like this, I don't know, he's just the best because he's so confident. He's so fucking confident. Mm. You know and, I mean? But it's not cocky. Like, it never not reads cocky. his arrogance. No. God, he's gorgeous. Look at Dave Gahan. So, if you're, for those of you who don't know, get your life. It's Depeche Mode, the lead singer of Depeche Mode. Ugh. And he's aged phenomenally. The guy looks fucking great. Yeah. And, yeah, he's effortlessly cool. And one of these guys that's just sexy, like, he's just right. born to be sex, sex, sexual. And, but uh, he's very effeminate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They weren't they banging each other like him and Martin Gore at some point. I don't like, think early. so. Are you serious? I thought there was a rumor when like Speak and Spell came out because there's oh. a lot of gay themed songs. Really? Yeah. Like, hey, you're such a pretty boy is Wait, one is of the that? songs. What is that? CBC. I don't even know. I don't, I don't want to go that rabbit hole. Yeah, I don't know what that. Is. Yeah. Anyway, Dave Gunn's like a married dude. Good guy. Yeah, he met his wife in rehab. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool, actually. I think that probably helps. That's how you like, because they're on the same page. Like, oh, so you're a crazy fuck up? Okay, this is going to work. It's going to work. Yeah. I know your lies and you know my lies. And so mm-hmm. we can't lie to each other. So it's like a thing where it makes sense why it'll work out. Yeah. And you've been with your lady for 15 years. Yeah, I think so. Maybe a little longer. Dang. Yeah. And so you guys have decided not to have children. Pretty much. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I'm I so mean, curious. How, how does that come down? How does that go down? It's like, I don't know. I mean, it's not like a super decision decision. It's more just that time passes and you feel like this isn't the thing for you. And especially and what I want, it's kind of indifferent, I feel like, because if a woman wants to have kids or doesn't want to have kids, it's that's what matters because that's the person that's real who has the kid. Yes. Like I'm not having the kid. 
Mm-hmm. Like when people say we are pregnant, it's, not, it's like, it's never. no, you're not. No, you're you're not. not. You're not pregnant. You're fucking going to the do some welding or something like that. <laughs> you're you know? doing, my husband ate a burrito when I was in labor <laughs> yeah, for exactly. the first kid. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. And I always think it's very admirable when a woman knows herself enough to be like, this ain't for me, homie. Like, yeah. I, I won't do this. It takes more courage to say no than to go along with the tide and be like, yeah, I'll just, whatever, I guess I'll have a baby. I'll do what I'm supposed to do and then yeah. hate every minute of it, you know? Yeah, she's the, she's the most confident person I've ever met. She's just wow. like, everything that she likes, she knows she likes. Everything she doesn't like, she just like doesn't like. She's like, I don't like George Clooney. Like, what? <laughs> so the way he his face looks, I don't like the way it looks. So <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to watch that movie. Okay. Like, wow, okay. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So she's like, never feels... Uh, bad about a decision or something like that it's so, so weird so me. time kind of went on and yeah you, and did who brought it up like hey are we gonna i mean i don't know it kind of came up on and off as i'd have if different friends had kids yeah that's the other thing is i my friends who have kids i fucking love their kids like i want to be i want to be i want to annoy them to death i want to <laughs> be like you know oh i got your kid a crossbow that kind of <laughs> shit you know what i mean yeah. i want to be the person who's like ah. Oh, like he's coming okay well mm-hmm. okay we have to you know just take yeah. care of make sure they don't doesn't give them cookies like all the goddamn yeah. time that kind yeah. of thing i had a therapist tell me years ago that uh the idea of having kids is the only way the kids are raised is this weird antiquated idea like you don't just because you don't have to just you don't have to have your own kids to participate in raising kids that's such a good point because i know people who are aunts and uncles and yeah. it's very rewarding and it's it's just enough for them right because i agree going all in and having them is it's a different thing it's a it's very different thing a lot yeah it's amazing it's rewarding it's extremely difficult at the right. same time and let's be honest i mean the mom is the one especially in those first four years who's doing it it's not the yeah dad. it's definitely the unless mom. you've got a, an amazing husband that's like yeah. really investment but but chances are luck. i mean how many people do we know who didn't have dads growing up? It's like, super all, common. Everyone. How many people didn't have mothers? <laughs> That's pretty rare. Yeah, like I know one. Like Ryan Sickler's mom bailed on him. Okay. And, and that is very extremely rare. Yeah, it's super very rare. Very rare. That that's that's a freak of nature right there. That means the wires are crossed when a woman abandons her own children. Yeah. Very fucking rare. Yet men, no problem. Isn't that weird? Why do yeah. men not have a problem abandoning their children? Because they're uh, psychopaths. Yeah. Because they're, I think, because all men are basically pieces of shit. No, no. Yeah, we all we are though. It is true. What? It's true. But I'm raising two of them. We can't do that. But there's a reason there's more men than women. Okay, let's talk about. Oh, sorry. There's a reason there's more women than men, men. right? There's more women than women than men. It's because men are just like you don't need that many of them. You don't though. You don't need that many men. You can get by. Do you really think there's something more inherently selfish? Is that what you're saying? I think it's the opposite. I think it's more inherently selfless. To be, wait, that men are inherently selfless. I think they're more inherently like um, don't care about um, getting hurt. Mm. Don't care about, they just, they care less. About about anything. Everything. So true. So it makes sense they would care less about uh, feeling guilty about not being around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I think most men are just, they're just, you know, they're you start with a shithead, and if mm. it gets better than that, then it's it's, it's good. Like you're lucky. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But it's true. Like, I, most <sighs> most women, 
like when I found out what uh, a lot of women expect from men, you're like, what? <laughs> like all you want to do is just to to not like steal from you or something like that. My friend had a girlfriend who was had such bad boyfriends that when he would uh, like let her have a sip of his drink, she'd be like, oh my, thank you. Oh I'm like, what God. the fuck? Dude, who's she dating? Jesus. And she's just dating average men. <laughs> average like shitty guys. There's just, there's so many more shitty guys than there are shitty women. Don't you think? I mean, in terms of it's like, it's so hard to make because all I know is intensely my world and like, I don't know. Women are shitty in different ways. Yeah. Women are shitty in different ways. We tend to get inside of a we'll we'll destroy you. Women we are shady. Fucking destroy your world. Yeah, women are shady. They're like backroom dealers. They'll mm-hmm. fuck with you, gaslight you, do stuff like that. We're but evil men, in, in in the shadows. You guys are right. over, out, outwardly overtly evil because you can be because you can just kill somebody. Right. We historically, I can't choke you out. So I'm going to have to think of a way to kill you yeah, without can, yeah. physically doing it. You know right. what I mean? Like Exactly. We've got to be crafty. We're craftier and, and sinister. Sinister. I feel like the same way, though. That men are sinister? Well, I feel like I have developed that sense of... Uh, a feminine sense of sinistry. I wouldn't call it feminine, but I would say like <laughs> that sense of... pussy. Yeah. I yeah. would say like I've learned to be... More crafty than uh, aggressive. Overtly. Well, yeah, maybe aggression. Because yeah. aggression's a tough way to go. You've got to be stronger than the other guy if you're yeah. going to go aggressive. It's a lot tough. of work. A lot of work. That's tough. Uh, or physically dominating. Or just be mean as shit. Yeah. Like Joe Pesci. Yeah, I can't. It's it's exhausting. To, it doesn't work for me either. I can't do it. I try to mm. do it and it does not work. It doesn't live on my face. Yeah, it's interesting because I was, you know, I okay, so... This new hour I'm writing is like about my family life growing up. And mm-hmm. I'm really relating to my mother now because I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. And four is when my father and mother divorced. Like they escaped from communist Hungary together. They got married at 19. Damn. Fled the fucking country. Spent two years in a camp in Italy. Moved to Canada. Had me in Canada. And then we finally make it to the U.S. of A. And that's when my, to California, but to Los Angeles. Like we make it to the mountaintop. And that's when my dad is like, Adios. I'm going to go were you then? get wasted. Four. You're four. Yeah. Oh, you just said that, right? Okay. So like, damn. and I'm thinking like, what is going through somebody's head where they're like, we're going to get, like, I have a child, I have a wife, I have this responsibility, but it's like, but I also want to party and I'm going to choose partying and self-gratification over raising my family. It just seems. Yeah. What's going on? It's hard. Uh, I think people who do that, it's just hard to uh, to stare something in the face a lot of times. Because yeah, maybe it's like a reminder of something that you don't like about yourself, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He, yeah, he couldn't do it. He couldn't. Couldn't man up. Couldn't man up. Man up. But you're right. There's something to not being able to look at yourself. Yeah. And my father really struggles, I think. like You used to talk to him? No. Is he alive? I think so. Oh, so you're like full, <laughs> fully estranged, right? You have no More idea? Less, no, I know where he is. I know that he's fine. I okay. do my due diligence to right. make sure that he's not like eating cans of dog food. Right. But right for now, I think we're going to cool cool the jets on the communication, you know? You guys are. Yeah. Have you talked at all? No. Like it's never? Been a while. Never? No, not never. Oh, right. no, sorry. No. So he was in my life. It's not like he completely abandoned okay. me. I don't want to say it like that. But it was like, 
you know what I mean? Like he did prioritize partying over like being a dad. And you're like, that's such a fucking weird, as a mother where you're like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go get fucked up instead of stay home with this kid. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, dude. I I don't know. Maybe he wasn't that, he wasn't that young. He was 30 something. Wow. So maybe it's because he never party, like he never had fun. And then when he came to America, he was like, I'm going to fucking get lit. America's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's a, it was a life of deprivation, right? Yeah. And then you finally get here and you're like, oh, there's like hot chicks everywhere. And you can do freedom. what you want. Yeah. You don't have, yeah, I guess, I mean, I have no idea what that would be like, but I, I know, can imagine same. it would be very appealing. Yeah. I guess that's enough to, uh, what it was. Right. New situation. But he left. He like, how often would you see him growing up? Like weekend dads. Weekend, okay, weekend so you dad. still see him quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, but then it was like, let's go to the bar. Like, yeah. I'm going to take my kid to the bar. Or like, here's my new girlfriend this week. You know, it was always like his priorities were like, I'm going to get laid. I mean, my dad was not a drunk, but he was a workaholic. Mm. So, I mean, it's not the same thing, obviously. But it's a similar, but it's similar. mechanism. Yeah, it's a yeah. way to avoid... The way to avoid what's like unavoidable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His gayness. Does he have uh, a boyfriend now? He's married. Did your dad sit you down independently and tell you? How did you find out? I think it was, um, God, I'm trying to remember now. Uh, I think it was, he maybe talked to me and my <laughs> brother independently because my sisters were too young to kind of fully understand. Or maybe my mom, God, I'm trying, I kind of like mix up some of the timeline here, but I think my mom was like, your dad has to talk to you about some something. And um, and how could, old are you then? I think I was 18, 18? maybe okay. 17. I'm not really sure. I think I was 18 or 19. Excuse me. And um, then he, we had like a little family meeting. And they said they were going to get separated. And they told us why. I think I was kind of like um, not super surprised because they weren't fighting a ton. It wasn't like yelling and screaming or anything like that. So that wasn't going on. And obviously wasn't, uh, I just figured it wasn't like a normal situation because typically, you know, pe- parents get divorced because there's, they can't, they have irreconcilable differences. They're fighting all the time about money or someone's cheating or some shit like that. That wasn't happening in the house. It wasn't, it wasn't turmoil. Mm. So I knew it had to be something kind of um, uh, not normal. And that's what it was. And I just remember thinking like, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I kind of thought it was interesting. And it was uh, sort of not cool, but just like, oh wow, that's that's really novel and holy shit. Mm. And uh, yeah, but it's one of those things where it doesn't just—it's not like my world changed all of a sudden. It just became the thing I remember the most was that about a few months after he came out, he was so much nicer and happier. Mm. It was like a person I had never met before. It was so strange. Whoa, that's, totally. that's really yeah. That's really interesting. Like a very different person, very different person, and uh, I don't think it lasted forever. <laughs> like no, he's still like no. you know you are who you are. Yeah. But it was interesting to see a different part, a different person that I'd never seen before. Because I think you know for the first time ever he was not encumbered by this. I guess you'd say like a like a lie in the sort. That's got to be a heavy one. To, oh yeah. To carry for. So many years, yeah. and to go through like having a family. Now, I imagine your younger siblings weren't as cool with it. Yeah. That had to be devastating. To I be think a kid. there's probably problems they would get, like, because it's a small town, mm. so everyone knows each other. It's in, we're in Rochester, Minnesota, 
So there's not many people. Everyone knows each other because it's the Mayo Clinic, you know. So oh, it's even yeah. smaller community because everyone's, all the doctors know each other. So I think they probably got, not harassed, but just, you know, like like kids are mean. Kids are yeah. mean. And so they probably said stuff. But I was in college then. I was, uh, I was checked out of the situation, mm. which is good. But also for them, I feel it was probably harder. But I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it's not like a normal kind of difficulty. It's like a very specialized thing that you don't get. It's not like we're, we're living on food stamps and we had to, my mom had to go to work for three jobs. It wasn't like that kind of thing at all. It's a different sort of psychological thing. It's also mm. the Midwest where everyone's very, very repressed about everything all the goddamn time. Yeah. So that's got to be tough. Jesus yeah. I think Christ. it was. I think it was hard for them but at the same time i don't know i i just don't know if it was the hardest i, I don't know it's uh i can't figure it out exactly it's a it's a strange situation you th- you'd think i would have like done a ton of like reading on like message boards and stuff like that or going to i know there's groups of people who have uh have had gay dads and stuff like that i never done that i never thought it was like, interesting at all yeah it just wasn't a deal i mean it sounds like it wasn't it was neither here nor there just like i guess so your dad's gay and you're like cool what's for dinner like we're we're 18 yeah i think the age has a big uh, that's a big factor right because i got you're in college who cares right most of my stuff had already been like my personality was already there yeah all the things that you have like if you come from a broken home i didn't have that because i was raised with two parents yeah man stuff like that so i gotta say like I never, I, growing up, before I had kids, I was always so pro-divorce. Really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, if, you don't, if you're not happy, you gotta go. It's, it's better for the kids. Yeah, and I'm like, is it? I don't know, because nine times, I've seen people who get divorced and remarried, namely in my own family. Right. Guess what? You just marry the same person. <laughs> Different yeah. shape and di- same problems. You're not, you may as well stick it out with the person you married and try to figure out each other's personalities and things right. and work with them to raise your kid. If you can, you know, that being said, addiction, um, lot like severe lying and, yeah. and people that actively destroy the family, you're not going to reconcile mental illness, stuff like that. You're not going to fucking divorce, yeah, you divorce have, that person. Yeah. You want to have like that, stay together and have this turmoil or do you want to separate and have to deal with, because that divorce, I know a few friends who've divorced, they have kids. It seems just not It seems not terrible. Good. Really well, bad. here, like, again, barring mental illness, addiction, gambling, drugs, mm-hmm. divorce that motherfucker, get full custody of the kids if you can, and just raise them and right. let's see them every other month, whatever. Now, but just like the we're not getting along divorce, and you're like, what are you doing? So, so now what you're doing is... Now you're split, so your husband's off banging whatever floozies on the weekend, and now your kid's going to go over to his house and, yeah. and see what life that is? Like, I don't know, dude. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not into it. I'd rather just yeah. stay. Because also it's like a thing where you're just Ugh. saying any decision you don't like, you just get out of it. Yeah. It's like, it is a commitment. You're making a commitment. So to, to people that you're fucking raising. Mm-hmm. I know. I sound like I'm in the 19th. Sacrifice. Sacrifice yourself. I think but nothing's do. changed ever, really. I always think there's some guy online who tweets all these old newspaper clippings of uh, people saying, oh, kids today or stuff like that. Yeah. And there's some quote from Socrates, I think, where he says, oh, the kids today have no manners and they, they gobble their food like like uh, animals. 
It's like that was like a thousand years ago, you know, more than a thousand years ago, yeah. whatever the fuck that was. Same shit, different toilet. Mm-hmm. I know. The kids are always there to upset us. All right. Anyway, I really, I'm so thankful that you came today. I absolutely adore you. Thank you. Very grateful. Thankfulness. <laughs> gratitude practice. Oh, gratitude, yes. Is that what you do in the morning no, too? No, I don't actually. I don't either. I actually started journaling in the morning. Okay. So there's a little of that in there. A little of that. There's a little little woo woo in there. Yeah. That's that's my that's for me. That's for you. That's for me. I put on makeup for me. I put on makeup for me. I go I do everything for me. For me. That's for me. My 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 myself. Mm-hmm. Selfish, selfish world. But I do it for me so I, I don't destroy me. everyone else. Yeah, same Z's, same Z's. You gotta take care of your self care. You have to cool the reactor down so it doesn't explode. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it. Don't you hate um don't you hate the phrase self care? It's so gross. I do hate it. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's really embarrassing. I think they should have more sayings like uh, just like old philosophical sayings. Yeah. But I don't know what that would be. I like no man steps in the same river twice. That's good. The Parmenides. It's like constant change. I don't know. I like, uh, I don't know. I have this character I used to do named Dicker Troy. (laughs) And he has a lot of quotes that are good. Oh, yeah? But they're my quotes. But they're, you know, they're his quotes. Sure. But they're mine. Sure. He has a lot of good quotes. What's your favorite quote? Um, in life, general. Favorite quote in life? Just like what? What's your motto? God like? damn, a motto? Yeah. I'm a wizard. That's fucking <laughs> dope. I'm a wizard. Uh, actually, there's this really great song by Kathy. Oh god, it's an older song. I gotta find... It's so great. It's called "The Earth Cannot Change Me." Ooh. It's so fucking good. You'd love it. She says, "The Earth Cannot Change Me." Uh, I am joy. I am a song. There is no place I don't belong. That's pretty good. Powerful. There's no place I don't belong. There's no place I don't belong. The earth can't hold you. That's crazy to think about that. Like the earth, you're so big. The earth can't even, the gravity of the earth cannot contain you because you are a fucking boundless spirit of infinite light that can, you know, lives forever. Forever until you die. And then you go back into the earth. Yeah, right? you go back in, and maybe the light goes someplace. I don't know. My trouble's trying to figure it out, actually. Well, that's good. That was, you know, Aristotle said that you just take different shape and form. Really, like the soul doesn't die. It just well, everything has a different soul, and then the energy just kind of goes into the next thing. You become like a hundred crows. Sure, that would yeah. be cool. It'd be a hundred crows. That'd be kind of dope. Crows yeah. are dope. Do crows live to be very old, like a hundred? My dad. No, I don't told think me that. they live that old. I think they live to be like. The, I'm going to guess 20 or 30. That's my Perfect guess right now. Perfect age. We should die at 30. Oh, oh what? Seven oh, see, 30. 30 is the top. Oh, How do you like that, yeah. huh? How do you like that? You did it. Keystone like species. It. Boom. Corvid calyx. Nice. Or Corvus corvus? What is it? <sighs> I don't know, dude. All right. I got to go. I love you. I got to go pick up my kids. That's why from school. Just leave them. Just leave them. Let them walk. There. Let them sweat it out in daycare. <laughs> Let them walk home. All right. Until next time, stay cool, moms, and uh, email me where my mom's at at Gmail. Leave me a voicemail to one three three seven five five one eight four. Okay. Bye, mommy. Bye. Bye. Where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's? Where my mom's? Where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? Podcast with Christina P.